Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And we hope everybody had a super fun 4th of July weekend. Um, This episode is actually kind of centered around the 4th of July theme, so we're talking about cabin stories because cabins are kind of a big thing for people in the 4th of July. Yeah. Jordan, how was your 4th of July? It was really good. We went to a cabin. (laughs) (laughs) um so my family goes to Duluth every year for the 4th of July but this year we switched it up and we went to Alexandria and we stayed at this resort called Arrowwood which was really fun have you been there I was gonna tell you I saw one of your your oh shoot what's that app that you got me on I saw one of your b-reels I literally stayed there like Probably the last time was like 2018, 2019, but that's the cabin we would stay in before we would go up to Canada every summer. Isn't that insane? I saw that and I was like, Jordan, that's the best place. (laughs) It's so fun. It's so fun. It just has like so much stuff and we go with like my family and then my aunt and her kids, my aunt and uncle and their kids, and then my grandma. So Mm -hmm. there's like a, there was 15 of us there. And there's just activities for everyone. So there's like an indoor water park, an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. Then there's the lake. And then they have all the water toys. They've got mini golf. They've got real golf. They've got Mm -hmm. it all there. They've literally got everything there. Yeah. And it was so fun for the 4th because they give you like a little pamphlet when you check in for like 4th of July activities. And every day there was, like, all of these different, like, things you could do. So we made it, like, our mission to do, like, all of the contests, which was super fun. So there was, like, bingo. There was a beanbag um, or, like, cornhole tournament. Mm -hmm. There was a mini golf tournament. Oh, my gosh. And then they had, like, a medallion hunt. And do you know, like, for the winter carnival in Minnesota, like the medallion oh and i think they have, like, egan high school or something. yeah i think did mm-hmm. egan do it yes i, I like, like vaguely remember that something. yeah i completely forgot about it but yes i think so. i think eau claire even did it maybe that maybe it wasn't egan maybe it was eau claire i no. to be honest i think it was both oh cool i think both did it yeah but i couldn't tell you what they were so maybe i'm thinking of vegan high school in their force or something yeah i don't (laughs) that was a thing too um anyways they did a medallion hunt there and i found it you (laughs) don't nice what did you win for finding it we won a free night stay i can't take all the credit because we did like search in our group of 15 and like work together on the clues but i was the one who went under a deck climbed a little pulled it out (laughs) yes nice dang that's actually such a good prize to get a free night stay yeah it was it was very exciting so Yeah. yeah how was your weekend sorry one more thing on top of that did you happen to get the pina coladas yeah there did you really like them um, to be honest, Alex got a pina colada and I had a sip of it. And by the time I got to it, it was pretty melted. But mm. I... I was going to say, for some reason, I feel like I remembered that place had some of the best pina coladas. Oh, really? 
maybe. I love a good pina Ask colada. Alex. See if Alex really okay. enjoyed it or not. I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, but mine was good. We went up to Nick's aunt and uncle's cabin mm-hmm. up in northern Wisconsin, and we just completely lucked out. We had the best weather. We left on Thursday night, and... We went boating pretty much every single day, and the sun was out. It was 75, 80, and sunny. Um, They've got a cute little town kind of near where they're at, too. It's only about 20 minutes away. Um, And so one of the mornings, Nick took me on a date, and we went shopping, and that was a ton of fun. And then we pretty much just hung out. They have a really nice pontoon boat, um, and we hung out on that. And it's seriously one of my favorite weekends of the year when we go up there. I think this is a... It was like the third or the fourth time we went up for the fourth and it's just a ton of fun at all times. I love and just like the weather like you said was so good this weekend it was just yeah yeah. it was kind of weird having the fourth of July on a Monday though like that completely threw me off I didn't really like it it's always so fun when it's on like a Saturday Thursday or Friday or a Saturday and you can just really enjoy or even a Sunday because then you get Monday off of work yeah but having it on a Monday was not fun because today was my first day like of summer school so I had like to teach this morning so I didn't get to do fireworks stuff last night we had to leave we left um Alexandria at like seven last night Mm -hmm. so oh my gosh and I have a story about that as we were driving I lit- there was just like a bunch of you know those little road signs that always have a message on it and yeah. like on holiday weekends it'll usually be a message about drunk driving mm-hmm. so it was me Alex and my cousin in the car together and I we were all ranting about drunk drivers and how like that's just the worst and so annoying mm-hmm. and why would you do that mm-hmm. and as we're talking about it a car pulls up next to us. It's like two young dudes, probably in their early 20s, and they stick a huge handle of tequila <gasps> out the window. Oh my god. And we all look at each other and we're like, we have to report that, right? Like we we can't just let that happen. So, oh my god. Yeah, we like called 911 and yeah. Wow, that's risky. Of I those know. Two I'm to like, just why would so you put that openly? out the window? Jeez, were they like shoving at you guys, being like, "Oh, a group of young people." I think let's so. And then I literally this. whip out my phone, and I think they knew what I was doing, and they <laughs> buzzed off ahead. I'm like, Ugh. oh yikes! Yeah, yeah, don't do that. That is never, never a good idea. No, be responsible, please. Cool. Well. Looks like we are starting off with a couple of questions. We kind of went over the first one, but Jordan, yeah. what do you what do you do for the fourth? Um, kind of everything we were talking about. We're usually up by a body of water. Oh, you said that. Yeah, but you're usually up in Duluth, and this time you're in yeah. Alexandria. But I just I think the Fourth of July, you just have to spend the whole day outside. I had a hot yeah. dog yesterday. I feel like nice. that's very Fourth of July. I had a burger. Nice. So, yeah, See exactly something grilled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how about you? I think as long as you're, yeah, I just always want to be on the water, like on a boat, on the water, and watching the fireworks, I think is. I was actually watching the news last night, and I think I might do this more often, but on the news, they were showing um, 
they did like a little segment all about the military and they were doing like special guests about the military and one of the guys talking was a marine and it was just so like it just made you feel so proud to be an american just to see like what these military members do for us and like people who are one of them was like about a service dog who is helping uh, his owner who had ptsd and the guy was training the dog to be a military dog but the guy was like retired out but he was helping yeah train the dog um but then the dog ended up getting the guy to re-enlist again because he's like i just need this dog i just need to work with this dog and it was a really sweet story um and it it just made me feel so it would just like put you in such a good mood to watch the fireworks and Mm -hmm. i think i'm gonna make that a tradition that's so cool i hope every year they do it because yeah it was it was just really cool does ty like in the marines does he get to do something cool on the fourth i think they get the day off as well but i don't think they well i don't know i actually haven't talked to him i don't know if they've done anything special they usually will do like i don't know if i should call it like a beach party or like a beach yeah. get together on holidays or things like that with okay you know um his group of guys that he's working with but I don't know if they did anything special for the fourth. Okay. I'll report back. I'll yes. ask them and I'll report back. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So Liz and I went to school in co- school in college. We went to college in Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry about that. We did. <laughs> we, we definitely did. We went to school did. in college. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and kind of like the water fountain bubbler debate in wisconsin we realized there was another debate and it is the cabin versus cottage debate yep. so Alyssa, what are your thoughts on cabin versus cottage i just think it's a cabin mm-hmm. it's a cabin if you're going up north if you're going to stay at a house for vacation if you're going to a house in the woods if you're going to a house on a lake it's a cabin i agree and that's that a cottage is I don't know, like a, a cottage, European village. Yes. Or like Hansel and Gretel, like a fairy tale yeah, house. Yeah, fairy tale. Yeah. Well, yeah. I posted on our Instagram, and I did it very recently, so not a lot of people have seen it, but 100% of people have called it a cabin over a cottage. By 100%, mm-hmm. there have only been seven votes. Like I said, I posted it right before we started recording, so... <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be interesting. I'll keep people updated of what happens because people who say cottage are like dead set on yeah. it being cottage. When what is when when the people who say cottage? Didn't you tell me this one? Yes. Okay. You, tell, you, you know what I'm saying. Yes. You go. Okay. Someone from Wisconsin I met was saying that a cabin, or sorry, a cottage is what we picture when we think of cabin. So like. It's on the lake. There's a boat there. That's a cottage. And then a cabin is like a cabin in the woods, and it's where you go, like, hunting. Mm-hmm. To me, they're both cabins. Yeah. Like, I think a cabin is just a house up north that you stay that you in on the weekends. to be in the woods. Yeah. yeah woods, by the water. Lake, yeah. Hunting, fishing, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like a lot of people... People who I've met from Michigan mm-hmm. will also say cottage. And then isn't it in eastern Wisconsin? 
is where they mainly say like I feel like the people who I know who are from eastern Wisconsin are the ones who say bubbler yes so maybe though they're also the ones who say cottage maybe it's just a Michigan and come on eastern Wisconsin (laughs) jeez Um, well, I'm excited for today. We have some bad cabin stories to share with you. Hopefully your 4th of July weekend, whatever you were up to, was amazing and you don't have any bad stories, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> we have some funny ones to share with you. So, Liz, do you want to read the first one? Yes, I do. Okay, so the first one. When I was about 10, my family rented a small house in Cape Cod for a week. It was really nice until I woke up in the middle of the first night and screamed when I saw little black dots all over the ceiling. It was like the ceiling was painted a different color. The house was infested with gnats, so like little tiny mosquitoes. They were insanely hard to kill and bit us everywhere. They were on the walls, the furniture, etc. Hundreds of them just everywhere. We spent an absurd amount of money on products said to kill them, but nothing worked. We basically stayed out of the house as much as possible, and one night I slept in the yard because, honestly, there were more bugs inside than outside. It was miserable, like an actual horror movie. We all had hundreds of bites that ended up getting infected. I remember my mom trying to get our money back, and all the owner said was, it's nat season, sorry, and didn't reimburse us. Worst family vacation ever. Ugh. I've actually got a wild, wild thing to say. I'm ready. <laughs> so the first night that we were staying up north yeah. with Nick's family, um, we so we always keep like the screen door open, like the door open, but the screen yeah. closed just because it feels so good to like get the fresh lake air mm-hmm. coming through um, the whole house and everything. Well, we were all sitting in the living room one night and it was dark outside, but they had like a big ceiling Mm-hmm. light you know obviously like uh, coming off of a fan um and it was super bright and then after about like a half hour of sitting there when it was dark outside and the light on yeah we noticed there were little tiny bugs <gasps> like crawling all over the light bulbs oh. and i think it was like little you know little noceums i think yeah they're called. i don't know if that's the same they didn't bite or anything but they were just teeny tiny Ugh. and they had crawled through the, the screen? screen i've never seen bugs I that tiny either. do that yeah, what? but it was really interesting because they had, like, what was it, like, essential oil spray specifically for bugs that they sprayed all over the place. Okay. And they all went away, which was oh, wild. Weird. Yeah, it was really, I think it's, like, lavender stuff. Good I'll have to, to ask them, but it was really, it really Ugh. worked. And then we didn't see him ever again the whole time, but it was, like, the first night there were just yeah. hundreds inside, Oof. and it was horrible to hear that they crawled through the yeah that's wild i wonder if yeah this story is really gross i wonder if something like that happened or they're like rookies going up to cabins and they didn't know you have to close the door like right behind you (laughs) otherwise you will have a problem like this so all right thank you when i was 13 my family rented a cabin in the mountains so we could go skiing It became pretty clear that the place hadn't been cleaned and that none of the sheets had been changed. However, I immediately lay down on my bed. My lasting memory of that trip is the ringworm I had for weeks after. (laughs) Ew. That's your nightmare. Ew, 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 ew. That is horrible. I hate, I just like, I can't do germs. I'm just not a germ person. I just, Mm -hmm. 
like I've said, the railing on the escalator in malls uh-huh. in public places. No, thank you. And just gross. I was like gross. you a little bit this weekend. It was really cold in the hotel room we were staying in. Mm-hmm. And so then the next night I needed a blanket. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that that blanket oh, gosh. was oh, not gosh. clean to the best of its You're ability. Like, no, and you. I said, no, I will be cold. Yeah. I'm not using yeah. that. Alyssa has taught me too much for me to yep. use this blanket. Don't do not do it. It's not going to end well. <laughs> I am really oftentimes will bring my own pillow and my own blanket mm-hmm. if I'm going to stay in hotels or places like that just because I just don't I can't even lay there thinking about yeah that yes <laughs> agreed 100% anyways <laughs> okay um the next one is we stayed in a cottage and it was fine but we kept finding ants everywhere and not normal ants big huge ants with wings yuck i was terrified of them we found out that there was an infestation and had to leave while they were exterminated gross and i think those ones like stink yes too when they have the wings those which is are bad scary. and ants germs are your fear ants are low-key mine because yeah. there is never just one ant chilling if there yeah. is one there is a hundred and I yeah. hate that. Do you remember in college when we would have that ant problem <gasps> by that one window yes! in the kitchen? I think I that blocked it out. Yeah. Like I blocked we out the memory of it. Glue. Yeah. We li- remember we literally bought glue and had the guys like glue yes. the top of the window shut yeah. so that the ants wouldn't come in. I, we just had that problem every single year and it was horrible. Yeah. Well, so in the summer... Liz and I would like go back to our hometowns and stay there but then we always did like one weekend where all of our friends would come to Eau Claire and we'd usually all just stay at mine and Alyssa's house um mm-hmm. but we'd come back I feel like that's when the ants were really bad because we weren't like was right living in the there and it was summer yeah. and we just had this window that I don't think closed all the way I don't think any of our windows. I don't think so. Our house was from I like remember the I 1800s. Would yeah. In the winter time, we'd turn the heat all the way up, and I swear my room would not get yeah. past like 50 degrees. It no. was so, so bad. I'm sorry, you, nobody can see me, but you might hear like breathing in my microphone. <laughs> I just had both Theo and Honey. Like, oh, I in love my it. Face. That's so funny. Murray just came in and laid down right next to me. We oh. just have a bunch of podcast dogs. Yeah, we need to get them all on an episode. <laughs> Right, honey bun. <laughs> All right. Okay. When I was a child, one of five, our parents left nothing to chance when preparing for our summer vacation. Lists were made and trunks packed weeks in advance. On the morning of the trip, a final check was made. When everything was deemed ready, we piled into the station wagon and began the six-hour drive. Then, sometime into the trip, our mother realized that something was missing. One of my sisters. <laughs> We drove back home where my father found her sitting on the toilet. Oh my gosh. That's just home alone, but in real life. Yes, totally. I don't get how that happens. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know either. It's crazy. How do you, like, I also get that, like, what did they say? Six kids? Five kids? Five. That's a lot of kids, but it's also not too many where you don't. Yeah. You don't remember one yes you know like didn't you notice one of the seats was empty or how did how did none of the siblings notice right you have so (laughs) many people there you know just Mm -hmm. i don't know that's wild 
Um, okay, let's see. What's the next one? Okay. Um, Uncle Bart was a city boy whose familiar familiarity with wildlife began and ended with pigeons. One time he joined us at our cabin in the woods. In the evening, he opened up the door to let our cats in. The first cat walked in, then the second. Bart stood there coaxing the third cat to come in, which we found strange. We only had two cats. The third cat he was calling in was a possum. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that is so weird. That's also, bad. I'm just, why did the start of that one start with pigeons? I think they're trying to say, like, he's a city guy and, like, pigeons live in cities. Oh. So, like, that's all he knows about animals. It's just, like, the city that birds. That is really funny. Yeah. So, dude's got no idea what possums no look like. No idea what a cat, what a <laughs> possum. Oh, my gosh. We saw my parents have one of those ring doorbells. Yeah. And there was an animal that, like, walked by it yesterday morning. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was this morning. And it was just, like, the weirdest looking thing. And its head was super close to the ground, but its butt was really high up, and it waddled really funny. And my dad sent it to the family group chat, and he's like, what is this? And my mom goes, oh, it's a cat. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it was a raccoon. <laughs> cat, <laughs> raccoon, so Diane thing. could very, wa- very well accidentally coax a raccoon that. into our house, just like Uncle Bart. <laughs> our college house kidding, also <laughs> had a raccoon problem for a little bit. Do you remember that? That's right. They would get into the garbage. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't, like, if our garbage was ever overflowing, they would open it up and pull Mm -hmm. it all out. That was disgusting. That was really really gross. Yeah. Yeah. I hated that. Well, the problem was we had two, we had, like, a regular trash bin and a recycling. And just Mm -hmm. regular-sized city garbage bins. Mm -hmm. But we shared it with seven girls. Like, that's a lot of trash. That's a lot of trash. And, like, the people... Because we shared it. It was us and then the people downstairs. Which, I yeah. mean, it was a really good price for all of us. But I remember the house next door mm-hmm. had, like, eight trash cans. They had And so I think many. they had only, like, four... I don't know, four units. Yeah. But still, that was probably, like, each a trash unit can recycling per each unit. Yeah. Yeah. But... We'll do anything to save a extra buck, a buck or two. Uh-huh. In college. I remember the worst part of college <laughs> was literally walking that trash can down. Oh or up my god! Yes, I think we would like switch off weeks yes. doing it, or one of us would bring it out, the other would bring it mm-hmm. back, and I would remember just laying in bed, probably like February, so freezing outside, and yeah. just remembering. Oh, Ugh. shoot. I did not take out the trash. Mm-hmm. And it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. maybe we can just let it go another week. <laughs> and? and then we had one of those super bumpy driveways. Yes. So if you would bring it down, it'd go. And it was like, it was the most loud noise ever. And the longest driveway. Longest driveway ever. Yeah. Well, and especially there was when the snow plows would come, they'd put a huge pile of snow right where the trash cans would go. Oh my gosh. So you'd have to sit there and like finick it around to try to get Mm -hmm. it to stand and be in a spot that was okay enough for. Yeah. Because if it wasn't okay enough, then they wouldn't take the trash. They'd go right by it. Stuck with it for another week. Oh, that was horrible horrible yeah. i loved living in that house in college but some of those things i'm like man mm-hmm. praise god i've just got a garbage chute now <laughs> i know that's like one of the best things about apartment living is you just whoop, 
throw you it down, walk the, it down the yep. hall, throw it down. You're like, I Done. don't know where this is going and I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Recycling's good. <laughs> okay. I think this oh, is our boy. last story. After a long drive to Canada, Border Patrol agents asked my father to name us five kids in the back. Dad was so tired that he drew a blank. The brief lapse resulted in Dad being hauled in for questioning. After convincing them that he hadn't kidnapped us, he was released 15 hours later. That's (laughs) horrible. That's so bad. Poor poor Dad is tired enough. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just want to get home. If you're driving through the border of Canada, I'm sure you're not close to home. Yeah. Oh, that Canadian border trip. Border Patrol, though, is... They're no joke. Yeah. They are serious. And I get it. Like, we don't want people getting kidnapped and going across country border lines, but mm-hmm. I feel like 15 hours is pretty extreme. That's... Like... A, yeah, that's a lot. I, I mean, what... You can probably just... I don't know. I was going to say quickly get a birth certificate, certificate, but I mean, yeah. all have to have passports anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, how hard is it to verify a passport or driver's yeah. license or even just like scroll through my camera roll of pictures? Yeah, and here see we are. We've been together for years, I yeah. promise. Here's all of our social media pages. Oh. Yeah, that yeah, that's would always a not be a like fun I was way. Saying. Yeah, because we always or before COVID hit, we'd always go up to Canada in the summer time. And I remember like the half hour before we got to the Canadian border, it was mm-hmm. always, we'd start sweating a little bit because yeah. the guys up there were so intense. And if you said something wrong or if like something, even if the guy just had a funny feeling about you, mm-hmm. he'd make you pull your car over, pull out all the fish that you caught, have them sitting out on the side of the road, like opening up all oh your suitcases. Gosh. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty intense. That's so. wild. That's like um, TSA to an extreme. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's like it's Canada and the yeah. US. It's well, and it's like Canada and Minnesota. Is- like, let's be yeah. real. They're basically one in the same. We're one in the same. You can just drop that Canadian line right down to southern Minnesota. And yes. No, I don't want to be a part of Canada. But <laughs> anyways. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed your 4th of July. If you're not following us on Kitchen Counter Talks, if you're not following us on Instagram, our handle is <laughs> at Kitchen Counter Talks Pod. That way you can help us decide, is it cabin or is it cottage? Because we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> we do need to know. And if you know who says cottage and why it's called the cottage, shoot us that DM. We want to know. We want to yes. learn. We do this podcast for fun but we also do it to learn a little bit yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the kitchen counter bye